Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Today, I would like to just to spend a little time to encourage all of you with the scriptures, to build you up and to give you more hope. We are here together to comfort one another and to be comforted by God and to be encouraged to know that God is good and as believers we have great future and great hope. Why don't I, before I share this scripture, I would like to pray first to ask God, the Holy Spirit, to speak to us. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for the opportunity to hear your living word that never corrupts, never fails. We believe, Father, that you will encourage those who listen to this word and comfort them and help them to have more hope in their faith walk, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit who will speak to all of us today and help us to make our life count as we have days left over on earth here. We thank you, Lord, for the promises of God in the scriptures. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. When I think about the loss of the loved one, I always think about a story of a man named Lazarus. He had two sisters, Mary and Martha. When Lazarus was very sick, these two sisters called for Jesus to come and pray for healing. They believed in the power of Jesus Christ who could heal the sick. But Jesus did not show up on time. Lazarus passed. When Jesus showed up at their home, Martha's first words showed that she was not happy. She felt disappointed and maybe even angry. She said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Then after that, Mary walked out and met Jesus. And Mary said the same thing. Lord, if you had shown up here on time, my brother would not have died. They both have the same feelings of disappointment and sadness and maybe angry. They feel that Jesus had let them down, but actually he had not let them down at all. Actually, Jesus cared for them so much. When Jesus saw their grief and the sorrow of the people in that grave, He was really moved. And the Bible even says that he wept. He understood their feeling. He felt the pain, the disappointment, and the sadness of the family. That is the Lord Jesus that we worship. I believe that he is moved now 
by your feeling of losing your loved ones, and he will never let you down. He understand how you feel, what you're going through, what you have to face, even more than what you understand yourself. And he tried to show to Mary and Martha and all of us who are listening to this sharing that he is the Lord of life and he is the Lord of eternity. He raised Lazarus from the dead and gave the this dead man who now become alive back to the sorrowful sisters. In raising Lazarus up, he want to tell all of us to be assured that he can raise all of us up on the last day and we will have eternal life with him for eternity in heaven. This story comforts us that Christ can raise the dead and he is moved by our sorrow and our difficulties. And he wants to comfort all of us that we have Big hope to come, and we don't need to stay in sorrow forever. I thank God that this hope is so real to me because many years ago my mom passed away, and I fully understand how you feel because I was so sorrowful for many days. I remember when I was sitting in the clinic talking to my patient. Sometimes my tear came out. Because I was thinking about my mom, but I was so hopeful, and I encouraged myself to be joyful again. Because before my mom passed away, she accepted Jesus Christ. She was even filled with the Holy Spirit in the church on Mercer Island, speaking in tongue. No one taught her about speaking in tongue. She was in the Restroom, speaking in tongue, and came out to the service and laughed in the Holy Spirit at 72 years old. Brand new believer, filled with the Holy Spirit, and filled with the joy of God in front of all the believers, which means that she is really born again for sure. So I know that my mom is with Jesus now. Every time I think about this hope, I can stop being sorrowful because I know that I have big hope to see her. Today, I would like to talk about three kinds of hope as believer when we lose our loved ones who believe in Jesus. And also, this hope encourages us because no one is going to live on earth forever. One day, we will leave this world to go to another place. We are getting older every year. We will come close to the last day. Actually, when I saw the picture of a young man, and then later on get older, I was thinking to myself, yes, I'm getting older too, so I will leave this world one day too. But this is the promise of God to encourage all of us. In John chapter 3, verse 36, He who believes in the Son, which means Jesus, has everlasting life. And he who does not believe the Son shall not see life. The first promise for everybody who knows that one day we're going to die or we are losing our loved one, they are believers. 
We know that there is eternal life waiting for us. Actually, eternal life starts on earth here. But we enter into another chapter of eternal life in heaven after we leave this body. John chapter 11, 25 to 26. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe that you will never die? Do you believe that you shall live for eternity in heaven? I do. I believe that because I am a child of God, I have eternal life in heaven. The longer I walk with God, the less fear I have for death, actually. Actually, I, I was afraid of death when I was a young man. And I saw death all the time as a doctor. But as years go by, I'm not afraid of death anymore. Because I know after this life, I will enter another life that is eternal life in heaven. This is a great hope for those who believe in Jesus. Let's look at more promises in the Bible. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1. For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Jesus talked about our eternal life in heaven. And then Paul talked about our new house, new tent, our body is temporary. It came from the dust. It will go back to the dust. One day, we're going to have a new body in heaven. That body will look young all the time. No sickness, no disease, no hospital, no chiropractor, and no neurosurgeon. No brain surgery, no back operation any longer. In heaven, we'll have a new body that We'll never grow old. We'll never suffer. The body that never get into pain and suffering any longer. We're going to have a new glorious body together. And that is wonderful. I will see you as a young person in heaven forever. I will see some of you that I don't even know how you look young But when I get to heaven, I will see you the real person when you look like 18, 20 years old. Because you're going to have a new body up there. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 42 to 44, so also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. This physical body will corrupt one day, will disintegrate one day. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness and raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body here, natural body, and there is a spiritual body. We're going to have a new body which is different from this body in heaven. So I believe that the Diseased loved ones in heaven right now, including my mom or your relative who passed away and believe in God, have a new body in heaven right now. Incorruptible, never purged, imperishable body. 
1 Corinthians 15, 51 to 58. Behold, I told you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, which means that some will die before Jesus Christ come back, and some will stay until that last day when he shows up. But we shall be changed. Some die, and some don't die, but we all, whether die or not die, we're going to be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must be put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying of that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. The Bible talks about incorruptible body in heaven. I'm so glad that we have that hope. That one day all the believers who die before Jesus come back will be raised up, will be resurrected by the power of the Holy Spirit and joy with a new incorruptible body forever and forever. And that is the promise of God. The resurrection of the dead. Now the last hope. Number one, we have eternal life. We will not die anymore. Number two, we will have new body in heaven. Number three, John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Where is Jesus now? He is in heaven. And he promises that he is preparing a mansion, a place for us to be there forever. One day as believers, and your loved one who passed away too, will have our place in heaven. We will have the place that never decay. We don't have to repair. We don't have to call professional construction guys to come in and repair. It's going to be beautiful. I heard from many testimony from people who died. I read a book and heard from people that who died and came back to life. They went to see their home in heaven. And they say that, wow, my home in heaven looks exactly what I like. My taste I like the kitchen this way. I like my bedroom this way. Everything looks exactly what I desire. So God knows your desire. What kind of home you like in heaven. So while you are living on earth right now, hurry up to send your material to heaven. Live for God. Live for the kingdom of God. I am running the race. And I believe you're running the race as well to 
finish the course, and as we finish it, we get to heaven. We're gonna have our home ready built, and we can walk in and say hallelujah. I pray that my home will be close to your home, so that we can talk more. I don't know we have to cook in heaven or not. I don't think so. I don't think we need to cook in heaven. Otherwise, I will go to your home to eat your food. Because some of you are very good cook. <laughs> Now let's look at the last scripture, Revelation 21, 1-7. This is our hope. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth has passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, "Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. We're going to be with God for eternity, close to His throne room. We're going to see Jesus face to face. We're going to see the Father face to face in heaven. We don't need electricity. We don't need the light bulb because the glory of God will shine in heaven." All the time, we don't need the sun and the moon because it will be very bright by the glory of God. And He will dwell with them, and they shall be His people. God Himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe er- away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, "Behold, I make all things new." And he said to me, "Write, for these words are true and faithful." And he said to me, "It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things." And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Father, we thank you so much for your promises, Lord. We believe and we have hope that we have a new body in heaven. We will be with you for eternity. Death is swallowed up by victory. We have victory in Christ. We will. Be in our own home, our mansion in heaven. Thank you, Jesus, for preparing a place for us in heaven. Thank you, Lord, for no more tears, no more pain, no more sickness and curses and demons and evil in heaven. Father, we thank you for eternal life that is given to us by the death. And the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, we receive all these things by faith, in Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www. NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.